to the Michael Hearn Birthday Podcast Uh-oh. Extravaganza. Happy birthday. Down now it's your birthday. It's my birthday too. Uh, what well, Michael Hearn. Happy birthday to Mr. President. Mr. Hearn's a dent. Um, Michael, it is your birthday today. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on this show. Uh, we asked Michael Hearn, he could, uh, we said you could do any uh, podcast episode you want about any subject. And he begged me, he said, Jeremy, Papa, please, Papa, please, can we do an episode on the Legend of Zelda Oracle of uh, Seasons? <laughs> And I said, uh, I said, absolutely. I said, anything you want, baby. It's your birthday. Yeah, I really shouldn't have let you record that, though, because now I'm in, you know, that's going to hand over my head. You got that on me. I do. Uh, I, but, I got that. But hey, I'm here for the Oracle of Seasons. So, mm-hmm. you know, kept at my end of the bargain. Yeah. And thank you guys for that gracious uh, introduction. Oh, absolutely. Uh, July Diaz is also here. The, uh, yes. the King of Cringe, one of the three Amiibos, July Diaz. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me on what a uh, wonderful day it is. Michael mm-hmm. Hearn's birthday, of course. So, yes, today we are talking about The Legend of Zelda, Oracle of uh, Seasons. Boy, I hope I'm able to talk today. I feel like I'm stammering over my words and stumbling over myself as we just barely get started. You know, mm. uh, I was off. I was actually off uh, VGACS last week. I let the wonderful July Diaz here uh, host host an episode. Thank um, you. And I, uh, yeah. So I feel like maybe I'm not used to podcasting. Maybe I'm just sort of a. I got. I got. What is it? M- mumble mouth. I got little. I got rocks in my mouth or something. You or, gotta just do your, you know, uh, vocal exercises before you start. Yeah, uh, uh, I think maybe some coffee would have helped. Something like Link. that. Link, Link. Zelda. The, de- the Deku tree is in trouble. Yeah, the Deku, Deku tree, tree is in trouble. Is in trouble. Deku tree is in trouble. Tingle needs a, a <laughs> tingle needs a rupee. Tingle needs a rupee. Um, yeah. So Princess Ruto <laughs> needs assistance. Princess Ruto <laughs> needs assistance. Not Navi. Na, uh, Navi hey, needs it. Hey, Navi listen. Hey, hey, listen. So, uh, yeah, um, it's funny that we sh- uh, you should mention, hey, hey, listen. Uh, hey, hey, listen to you, all wonderful <laughs> fellow patrons. Um, thank you so much for subscribing at the $10 tier here on patreon.com slash radio, where you can find all the episodes of The Legend of Zelda Games Club. We are cooking right along. This is the uh, eighth game. In the uh, the series of Zelda games, of which there are some amount, <laughs> some amount that I have not, I do not know the full amount, but there, are, but this is the number eighth of 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 those of those games. Um, yeah, so we're really excited to uh, have you guys on board, and and can't wait to do obviously uh, more of these. I feel like at, as we are at the halfway point in the year, we are about at the halfway point of the series too. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, what season is it? Summer. It's hot out there, fellas. How you? How, what oh, are you guys boy. doing to beat the heat? Before we get started, what are, what are some tips and tricks to beat the heat, video game related? <laughs> oh, video game related. Okay. Yeah, yeah, video um, game related. <laughs> sit right by your fan, the fans of the systems you're playing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I sort of put my Nintendo Switch in the freezer <laughs> overnight, and then. Mm-hmm. In the morning, it's it's a mm. nice, cool. It's cool to the touch. How yeah. refreshing! Yeah. Do you fill your switch with water first so that it f- kind of gets frozen? 
Of course, and then I use a big ice pick to kind of <laughs> thaw it out. <laughs> thaw it out, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I um, kind of took my PS5 and sort of disassembled it and laid it across my lawn, and then poured like some some water and soap on it, and kind of made a little makeshift slip and slide with Ooh, my with the I parts like of my I hope PS5. you didn't go diarrhea mm-hmm. on yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did like not. That, that, that happened. Did that happen to you? Uh, yeah, it happened to me. I was shooting this uh, brand new reality TV show, Slip and Slide Extreme. And uh, this is true. They had to shut down yeah. production and cancel the show because of the <laughs> diarrhea outbreak. Outbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm but super excited. We can't excited laugh at you. it. It's it's real and it's it's uh it's a very serious thing. Yeah, once you kind of say the word outbreak, it's like, ugh, no matter how funny it was before, it ain't funny now. Yep. Ain't that the truth? Mhm. Well, we are uh, of course uh going to be talking about this game. I shared the uh, Oracle of Seasons document with you fellers. Did you guys get that? Yes. Yeah, let me see. Let me double check if it's the right what a mighty document it is. Doc, uh, is it the one entitled Clerks 4 mm-hmm. script? Interesting. Well, I, I sent you the Clerks Interesting 4. Interesting. Al- it says outline. <laughs> yeah. Clerks 3 just got announced, so it's already yeah. amazing. It's going to be the Torkiverse, I guess. Yeah. The Clerkiverse. Actually, the isn't already, it has a name, this U-averse or whatever. And don't you guys kind of feel like Kevin Smith st- sort of did the whole MCU before the MCU with all he of did. his movies being connected by Jay and yeah. Mallrats. Chasing Amy mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. the Doctor Strange of the VSQ universe. <laughs> I would say so for sure. Dogma's yeah. kind of the four Ragnarok. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would say... Maybe like Jersey Girl is kind of like the Eternals or something, like one of those later ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Tusk exists, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then Tusk is part of its own sort of adjacent. <laughs> yeah, universe. that's like it's all Canada stuff. Yeah, it's like it's like the Netflix stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, let's get started talking about uh, this game. What the heck? What is the- this game? What the heck are these games? The Legend of mm. Zelda Oracle of Seasons is, in fact, an action-adventure game for the Game Boy Color, developed by Flagship, a subsidiary of Capcom. It was mm. released in 2001 alongside its brother, Oracle of Ages. The game makes up the seventh and eighth installment in the Legend of Zelda series, and today you can play them on your 3DS, and that's about it, unless you have an original mm. copy on your... Uh, Game Boy Color, or unless you emulate it, email me later. Um, the player, of course, controls Link from a top-down perspective as he navigates through. Is that directed through. to us to I email was, you later? I no, assume it's to, to the audience. That's to, to anybody, anybody. Oh, okay. Interesting. Anybody can do that. So it's already if, heavily emailing if them. You, if you could hear my whisper, you're allowed to do it. Uh, and I didn't hear anything. I just heard silence on my part. So. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, the player controls Link from a top-down perspective as he navigates through 10 regular dungeons and two optional mini-dungeons. This and Ages were both a commercial and critical success, and it has been said that these might be the best games made for the Game Boy Color, perhaps Ooh. excluding the Pokemon titles. Um, guys, lay it on me, thick and heavy, from the bottom of your dang heart. Have you played these games before, and what was your experience with playing them 
Michael birthday Hearn, boy. birthday boy. Oh boy, birthday boy dress first. Mm-hmm. I don't have much of its use, but for some, I never played these games before, Oracle of Ages or Seasons. Uh, but I did have both, as in like me and my sister had them both. And I believe she played them. She even played Minish Tap, which was also one that was a blind spot. But for some reason, those were just the ones that I never played. And I don't know why, because I did eventually play like the DS games. I did play all the other, almost all the other console games. Just these two were a gap in it. And it's a real shame because I'm a fan of Link's Awakening. I'm a fan of all the portable Zeldas, more or less. And I, when I played these, I love them. So I was like, ah, really missed out at the time. But yeah, I never played them before. I didn't really have much of a real reason why not to. Just didn't. So the then your your I guess your very first playthrough would be for the show. Yeah, for this year. Tight. All right. Yeah. July Diaz. That's uh, sort of the same with me. I never played these yeah. uh, both ages or seasons, and we'll get into it later. I'm sure, but I I did. Um, the linked game version of the of the playthroughs for both of these. So I did Me seasons too. first, and um, once you beat the game, you you get a specialized code that you can use on your playthrough of the other game, and mm-hmm. you you get some some knickknacks and upgrades and uh, some patty whacks, some, yeah. some patty whacks, some bones. bones. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I love playing through these games for the first time. Yeah. A uh, bit of a throwback to sort of the original uh, series of, of games. Just a uh, bit of a nostalgia pick for me. Nostalgia mm-hmm. pick for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I'm sure though. Yes. And remember gentlemen, plant seeds early seeds mm-hmm. that may or may not grow throughout the episode. Just mm-hmm. keep saying you're going to put stuff off. <laughs> Dec- planting deco nuts. Planting deco yeah. nuts in the soil, and the soft soil. Seeing if you remember where you planted the dumb deco nuts so you can mm-hmm. go back to it and get whatever the rain was. Your treasure. Mm-hmm. Your that treasure, mate. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm in the same boat as you fellers. Hey, look hey, at that. All three of us Boram. playing Ooh. this game for the first time in 2021 with our yeah. with our gosh darn old man eyes looking at these Game Boy Color games. <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm pretty young. I'm 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 gonna say that I I didn't I'll do you guys one better. I never even oh. heard of these games. What until until like maybe last year, maybe the year before. Mm. Whenever I started for the show, getting into video games and researching video games all the time, I like didn't even know these games existed. To be honest with you, this is even Mm. more embarrassing. I didn't know what the Game Boy Color was, like as a console. I didn't even know. I didn't know it was a different. I thought it was just Game Boys that had color. I'm not sure I can look at you the same way, Jeremy. I know. I know. know. It's 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 shameful. I mean. Uh, to be fair, if for say, let's just say I was d- dealing with high school boy stuff uh, around the time the Game Boy Color would have been like popular uh-huh. and like and like taking a break from video games okay. because because I'm trying to like do like puberty, be, yeah, do like puberty and stuff. Mm-hmm. I um the Game Boy Color optically does not telegraph right away as a new console. It looks like a Game Boy for the most part. Um, mm, okay, you can have that opinion. Sure. Do you do you think the Game Boy Color looks different than the a regular Game Boy? I think it's smaller than the regular Game Boy. Is it not? But may it might be. But I mean, like when you look at it, it's like a tall, slender button layout's the same. The oh, dip- sure, sure, sure. When you look at a Game Boy Advanced, you're like, oh, that's a new console. Where I'm I sure a saying. new Zelda lives. 
with the Game sure. Boy Color, I just thought, oh yeah, these are these are a new model of Game Boy. Um, and I, I was and I was kind of right. The only difference being they did make Game Boy Color exclusive games, yeah. uh, a heck mm-hmm. of a whole lot of them, and uh, and those games could not play on an original Game Boy. So again, did not know that Oracle of Ages and Seasons was a thing. Um, let alone that it was such a complicated and complex thing with so many, so many cool things to do between the two games. So many mm-hmm. like, uh, and and such a cool development history uh, behind it. Uh, what do you guys say we talk a little bit about some of that development history? Huh? Sure, please. I'd be interested to learn. Early 1999, Yoshiki Okamoto, then head of Capcom's screenwriter subsidiary Flagship, proposed remaking the original Legend of Zelda for the Game Boy Color to Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, What a weird sentence that is. A guy from a different company altogether Mm -hmm. approaches Miyamoto and is like, hey, let's remake this on the Game Boy Color. I, I, I wonder if perhaps like in the late nineties video game development was not quite as, I don't know. I mean, I, I think back to Nintendo, Nintendo was in a bit of trouble, right? They were probably taking like pitch ideas from external sources. They were probably ah. kind of looking for maybe anyone to come in with any good ideas and help sell more game boy colors, yeah. help sell more. Nintendo I do always 64s. wonder what the like, yeah, it's genuine circumstances of Nintendo allowing a different company to run with their IPs are because it happens a few times and usually it happens very successfully. Like Sega doing a F Zero game or yeah. Capcom doing this or Retro doing Metroid or something. It's like, yeah, like it's they take they allow a different company to take swings and they usually come out as like great love letters that are very endearingly canon to the series they end up being in. Yeah, uh, we I should probably up- tell the listener too, like kind of like when we say other companies, what we mean, because there's like there's a difference between Capcom doing this and like and versus like Coca Cola like, or something, <laughs> or or yeah, that would be the most extreme, mm-hmm. or like Hal Laboratory would be yeah, sort of in house, sort kind of a yeah house yeah. But I'm here's the thing too, like I looked up flagship because I always knew it was. Uh, Capcom that did this I had no idea like it was a subsidiary called flagship and I'm looking mm-hmm. them up and they're like Dino Crisis 2 and 3 Clock Tower 3 like Animusha 2 and 3 like they're oh, weird yeah. like offshoot <laughs> offshoot like sequel system coming Dude, they like did a- Onimusha 3 with yeah. uh, the with prof- Leon the professional G- yes Gene Reno yeah wow uh, he's in that he's yeah. in it baby wow I gotta check that, that would- out Definitely. I guess it's like sort of like the vicarious vision thing of being like, you're the good sequel people. You see what's good about an original IP and you can re- reproduce it and make it different and not be so Nintendo where they're like, oh, we need to come up with a whole new gimmick and instead just like streamline it. Yeah. Because that's kind of how the Oracle games read to me is that it's a love letter to Zelda, but it's done so differently enough that like it's new and fresh, but it's not like a complete variant. It feels very at home in the series. Do you guys sort of like, 
Yeah, I feel like maybe this was a more popular thing back in this era of Nintendo. I'm thinking specifically the GameCube. Mm-hmm. They kind of let their IPs go to a number of different uh, oh, companies. But, you know, I, they, they do that sometimes now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get a Mario versus Rabbids. Yeah. You, you get, get a Mario versus Rabbids uh, too. Yeah, you get yeah you get a little Mario versus Rabbids too in there. Um, I mean, but, Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, a, yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Way the most recent. Well, actually, no, Hyrule Warriors too. I guess, yeah. but man, GameCube though had a ton. Treasure yes. did Warrior World. You had yep. uh, Sega do F Zero. Yes, freaking Rare does Star Fox Adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. A lot of a lot of a lot of mo- parts moving and shaking during this era for Nintendo. It's kind of my favorite era. It's like the weird era, like the weird Game Boy Color GBA. They don't know what the heck they're <laughs> doing. Like uh-huh. GameCube, they're they're trying to be more adult in a lot of ways during this time. Yeah, and I mean Capcom was very friendly with them at that time too. The whole Capcom Five for GameCube was also That's a very right. daring outfit. That's right. I like that. I like that Capcom just had these like bold. Big dead swinging moves of just like we're gonna announce five games and they're mm-hmm. gonna rock release your face. three of them, <laughs> Re- release four, buddy. Oh, they and released all there's four of those, yeah. There's the one that wasn't was like something called like Phoenix Rising or something, yeah. And then they later re released that as Immortals Phoenix Rising. Am I, am I right, everyone? Am I right? No, you're not. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, yeah, like it, it's I don't know, daring time for Capcom, too, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, Capcom to me is just one of those companies that seems like it's always kind of been, been up up there, you know. Yeah. But and and as far as daring goes, I feel like oof, they're all they're always pretty daring. I like Capcom a lot, and I like them. Me too. In theory, I really like them designing these games because you. It's almost like, you know, you don't know who you are until you see yourself through someone else's eyes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like. That's how, that's how I feel about Capcom doing a Zelda game. Um, well, anyways, uh, Yoshiki Okamoto. So, like, Capcom is, I don't know, like, Greg Proops behind Ryan Stiles, and mm. Capcom is sort of like mm-hmm. Greg Proops' arms Yes, in that one game where they have to, like, cook something. Yes, and Ryan Stiles has got his neck kind of craned out mm-hmm. real long like he's n- known to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got okay. the proops there who's really pulling the strings, you know? Yes, yes. It might look like Styles' face, but proops is uh, the one making all the moves. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Yoshiki Okamoto, uh, yeah, his original pitch, though, was to yeah. remake that original Legend of Zelda game. That's the thing that you see a lot coming from other companies. They're really obsessed with that first Zelda game. It doesn't matter that like multiple other Zelda games came out in the 90s. Everyone loves that first one. They love it. It's sort of a throwback to it. Yeah. It's wild, too, because like, you could just make a Zelda like game. Plenty of those come out every year. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like beholden to Nintendo to be like, can I please, you know, do a real Michael to Jeremy situation? Please, Daddy, yeah. let me remake Watching the Zelda please, One. Big please, Daddy. Please, please I promise. Big daddy. I promise to keep the confusing overworld. Please. Yeah, <laughs> I like promise. To, yeah, I promise to keep it exactly the the same as esoteric and <laughs> and backtracky as possible. Uh. So let's see. Uh, that so that that deal that they struck right there actually turned into a deal where they were on the hook for six games, Ooh. two remakes, 
and four original games. I'm guessing the two remakes were going to be Zelda 1 and 2, mm-hmm. but I don't know that for a fact, but I have a feeling. I wonder. This freak Okamoto. Hey, if a listener knows, let us know. Yeah, well, let us know which games. Well, I might know, because uh, oh. on the Wikipedia flagship where I looked up all their games, they include the Link to the Past GBA port. So maybe the technically mm. port of Link to the Past counts as their second remake. Maybe. Maybe or it was uh, the, uh, the original Zelda and then Link to the Past was going to be the two that they were yeah. going to Because uh, uh, they also uh, did the diminished the Minish tap, by the way. Right. To spoil uh yeah so but that's uh by the way though that's still four original games they yeah. had to like figure out from scratch okamoto's plan was also to drop them in a very quick succession with only months apart he wanted to do like every four months another zelda game uh releases kind of crazy like yeah. man takes me kind of takes me back to the 90s which is like wild weird gimmicks and stuff like people were just trying stuff a lot and uh again too we can't really underplay the success of Pokemon and sort of how like releasing two games at the same time, Mm -hmm. what that did for them created like, like a, like a bloodthirsty fever. Well, every child ever. That's, that's how I kind of, um, I compared these games to Pokemon when I first saw them, Mm -hmm. uh, because I thought they were just like Pokemon does alternate versions of the same base game. Right. But that's not the case with Seasons and Ages, right? They're two completely different They're games. They're new games, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, Seasons and Ages is actually a unique, as far as I'm concerned, a unique to itself sort of situ- situation where I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't even, I can't even tell you another game that released side by side where the complete plot, premise, everything is, is different. Uh, and they and like with like story justifications for why, but uh, anyways, it ended up being nearly impossible to recreate the original Zelda game on the Game Boy Color screen. I don't know. I think they could have done it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so instead, Miyamoto countered with an idea to bring a trilogy of new games to the Game Boy Color, one for each section of the Triforce. Triforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were gonna do. They were all called like the Seeds of Wisdom, Seeds of Courage seeds Mm. of power uh an original iteration of this was made public at nintendo space world in 99 link solves puzzles by using the rod of seasons to manipulate and change the environment the idea was to have multiple endings that you could play through any of the three games in any order they even brought in scenario writers from the resident evil series to help conceive of this See, that really unlocks this for me because it is a very Resident Evil-y, like, that's why they're good at making a Zelda because it's the same idea of, like, a contained world you're backtracking and unlocking and figuring out and getting new abilities yeah. or items. I yeah. think that this game, actually, if you were to compare it to something, it would more compare to a Resident Evil than a Pokemon because if you think about, like, Resident Evil yeah. 2, you have two scenarios that that's both affect true. each other depending on which one you play first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Resident Evil 2 would have been only, I believe, two years old at this point. Hmm. Um, so this design concept was still very hot and new uh, at Capcom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can really see the 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 roots in the sort of, um, what's the word? Uh, leaves? Not leaves. leaves. No, no. Round. 
eats, shoots, and leaves. No, no, no. The sort of inspiration mm. that uh, the Resident Evil franchise had on these two games, because uh, uh, not to spoil, but I'm going to spoil right now. Mm. At the end of the linked game, uh, Link does fight a tyrant. Yes, and that is something that was shocking to me mm-hmm. uh, to kind of find out, especially how like very well realized that Tyrant is in in, in game. It's sort of like yeah. the graphics sort of just changed to that like 32-bit style, and it was like, it was jarring. Jarring. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, eventually, mysteriously, is it that mysterious? Probably just because they just ran out of resources. One of them was canceled mm-hmm. and only two remained. Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Ooh, and, one of them sent out a bad tweet. Yeah, one of them d- did a James Gunn. No one stood behind it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I also think that that's pretty interesting that like the, the only thing that we've seen that Space World would have really seen of this game in 99 was the mechanic from the very game we're talking about today. Mm, The rod. The rod, baby. So, yeah, there's a lot of reading here. A lot of this is copied directly out of Wikipedia. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, we'll, I'll read it fast and we can, if you guys have notes or things you want to mention about the Take your time and we'll kind of take a pause and talk about our experiences (laughs) a bit while we're, our playthroughs and whatnot. Yeah. We can also talk about like that during like gameplay too. So just remember you'll, you'll have, you'll have plenty of opportunities to talk about your experiences playing the game. Uh, but please use this as an opportunity to do that because I don't want to just read this straight away and no, no one I hear, is, I totally get no what you're one saying. Is saying anything or you want, it's just no, me I, reading I hear for you, like a large part of the podcast listen I hear what you're reading you're holding a book uh, hooked on phonics right now to the camera <laughs> and you're saying you want to read <laughs> I uninterrupted want, I don't want to read on her or interrupt me please uh, okay seasons begins as the Triforce calls out to Link from within Hyrule Castle. Link approaches it and is transported into a dark forest where he encounters a traveling group led by a dancer named Din. Din Let me stop you there. Yes, please. What kind of dancer is she? It was hard to tell. I think she a belly dancer. I was gonna say she's kind of got that Shantae look to her. I thought it was Shantae. Yeah, it's not Shantae um, IP, but it is definitely uh, (laughs) A close proximity. Mm-hmm. Belly dancers, kind of what I would guess. I don't know, Hearn, mm-hmm. what kind of dancing you, you you think? Yeah, they had like a gypsy van kind of like feeling like yeah, traveling on the road. dancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Across the universe style. They're, they're doing that across movie. the universe style. <laughs> Remember that with Bono in Love the van? That. Oh, Bono. Oh, I thought you are talking about across the universe, the Beatles film. I am talking about that, where Bono is in that movie. He oh, drives is he? the van. Yeah, he I drives, don't remember. I he don't drives remember the it. caravan. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I what 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 were your initial first impressions though of of this sort of setup? Loved it. Lo- really? I love the little um, the little cinematics in the game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Especially because I haven't really played much Game Boy Color games outside of like the big kind of mainstays for Nintendo like Mar- your Mario's or your Metroid's or your Donkey. So this well, one what were, what are, what other Game Boy can we name five good Game Boy Color games? Metal Gear Solid. Metal, yeah, played. Metal Gear Ghost whatever it's called. Ghost Go- Fable. Ghost Fable. Babel. Can't play it. Ba- Ghost Babble. 
uh, Babel Bubble. Uh, we have Babel. we have Pokemon Crystal or whatever. Didn't play that. Silver and Gold were mine. They were also Game Boy Color games. I'm yeah. just I just rolled them all into one. They um, had a perfect dark game for Game Boy Color as well. Okay, I guess we'll count that. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually very good. good. No. Uh, what Mario games even came out for Game Boy Color? Uh, I played a Mario Kart on there. I believe there was a Mario Kart in it. There had for to Game be a Boy Mario Color? Kart. I don't think so. Let's man. look it up. I think that was Game Boy Advance. Let's, let's roll the tape. Let's okay. roll it. Let's roll it. Okay, you guys are right. It was Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I'm struggling. I, and I've and I've looked at the Game Boy Color before, and I'm. It's, I'm there's... pretty sure the game I played the most on my Game Boy Color was uh, a port of the original Super Mario Bros. games. Yes. Yeah. That, was that was that, that for Game Boy Color? I think yeah. that was just playable in general. Uh, Super Mario DS. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Yes. Okay. It was it was playable on both. I think. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But 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 it was for Game Boy Color, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah so not a, not a, not anyways not a, not a lot we can come up with off the top no. of our heads. Maybe if we like looked at a top ten list, we'd be like, oh, we can't and, do that though. And we don't they have time. did uh, and they did a Donkey Kong game. Um, yeah, but yeah. We don't know. We don't know. So I I love the cinematics, by the way. Mm-hmm. Me too. Capcom yeah. does this a lot. They're going to do it again in Minish Cap. Little spoiler, FYI. They're going to do a lot of cool cinematics. Now, are you, is this it. your thing now, Jeremy? Are you going to spoil the games that I'm not I haven't spoiling. played? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I should have framed that up huh. a little bit better. It's not a spoiler. It's a, it's a nice tease. Hearn, I don't know if you heard the o- Ocarina of Time episode, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. Jeremy just spoiled Skyward Sword for me. I... Damn. Come on. That game, that game's, that game stinks. What? I what? just got it. Come on, man. <laughs> guys, guys, can I tell now you something? You it even in, a, in, a de- in a depression haze of not being able to do my shoot, I beat that game. Yeah. I, play, I played that game on Switch. I beat it in four days. Damn. I, oh, I took that you. game out to the shed wow, and spanked its bottom. Good for yeah. you. You spoiled the game for me and you play, <laughs> beat it in four days. Good for you. <laughs> All right, look. All I'm going to say is uh, I like the cutscenes. I think they're doing the Lord's work by bringing cutscenes to this series. It does make the games feel a little fan fiction-y to me right off the bat because Nintendo oh. would never do that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, especially that... I don't know if they've ever done that graphical style, too, of like it's almost anime or something where it's... Right. Like, but it's pretty cool. Like I mean, and again, this is around like when Square reissued the Final Fantasy games for PlayStation and added all those anime cutscenes and stuff. Mm, it's yeah. like, makes it, I don't know. I don't know about fan fiction. I see a bit, but I also feel like it makes it feel more deluxe. Me too. I do. I do like it a lot. Now I'm immediately introduced to an entire like band of characters right away. And I got to say, yeah. I was like, I kind of loved this intro being like, who are all my new friends? What is this adventure going to be like? Uh, I've never played ages, but I assume it, it begins very similarly yeah, where you meet a bunch of people does. right away. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. After Din welcomes link to hollowed night, uh, hollow drum. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, the sky becomes covered <laughs> in black clouds. A voice from the clouds calls Din the Oracle of Seasons and refers to himself as Onyx, General Dar- of Darkness. A funnel cloud. Let me drops stop you there. From- yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just my game, but I don't know. If it did in your game and when you were seeing that cinematic, did this song play? Slam! Dun, 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 dun. 
Let the boys be boys. Yeah. Yeah. By Onyx. Yeah. By the group Onyx. No, I know. Yeah, and it did. It did play. Oh, okay, good. No, I must have, because I did the linked version, maybe there was more on it. There's a lot of on it's in ages, so maybe I just didn't get that. Okay. Oh, okay. They were only allowed it's- one Onyx per <laughs> playthrough of both cartridges. Yeah, it would have had as good an impact the second time around. I've been like, oh, wait, I've heard this already. Wait, I didn't even <laughs> ask. How did you guys play this game? 3DS. I... I did the uh, thing that you have to email. Oh, you did the whisper. You did the, the naughty emailed, whisper dance. You Jeremy about it when we. But I also I still did use it because we were talking about linked games. I played Ages first and the second with the linked code. You played mm. it on Atari yes. Lynx. Yes. Nice. Um, okay, so Onyx comes. The sound. Uh, we got it. We got a nice needle drop there. A funnel cloud drops from the sky, taking Din to the dark heights as the tornado dissipates. The seasons of hollow drum fall into disarray and change rapidly. Uh, This sort of gives you the first clue. I'm sorry, did you say Issa Ray? Yeah, they changed Issa Ray. Uh, Oh, interesting. Yeah. uh, This kind of gives you the first sort of like, oh, I know what this game's going to be. If you've ever right. played a Zelda game before, I feel like Oracle of Seasons is the most like obvious Zelda E kind of setup for a thing ever. You're like, oh yeah, Zelda's all about wanting to change my my same environment to a new perspective to collect treasure or solve puzzles. So I guess I'm gonna be doing this instead with time. Instead of with time, I'm gonna do it with seasons. Did you guys kind of sort of also have that same this feeling? Is a form of yeah. time, actually. Think about it. And if you think about it, it really is. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think every time you change it, though, you're jumping forward that much in time? Ah, oh, I don't know about that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even. Wow, you're blowing my mind right now. I didn't even think about that. Every character is just aging dramatically every time you. <laughs> That'd be insane. Yeah. <laughs> that little boy that's a baby is just old, old an old old man. Now an old freaking old guy an old perv guy um <laughs> din's, perv. <laughs> din's attendant impa tells link that they were headed for hyrule she instructs him to see the meku tree in horon village the capital of holodrum link finds the sword in a cave and makes his way to the tree the maku tree Tells Link he will need the eight essences of nature and gives him a gnarled key, which unlocks the dungeon holding the first essence. Link retrieves the eight essences from the eight dungeons throughout Holodrum and Sabrosia and brings them to the Mako tree, who uses them to create a huge Mako seed, a sacred evil cleansing seed that allows Link to enter Onyx's castle. Link enters the castle, defeats Onyx, and rescues Din, who tells him that he is now a true hero and must face a new trial soon. Twin Rova, watching the scene remotely, states that the flames of destruction has been powered by the havoc Onyx has wrought. Um, so that's the full plot, right? That Until is the like, full plot of seasons well, by itself. Yeah, because mm-hmm. both of them, however you beat them the first time, ends with a cliffhanger, and it's kind of when you do the linked one, you get the additional and game of it with an end plot where you actually stop everything, like where you actually save the full day. Yes. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. So, Hearn, why don't you, or somebody here, you guys can both just take it. Explain what happens if you 
beat it. Well, I guess this was the this was two. This was two for both of you. you guys both played Ages first. No, no, I played Seasons first. Um, oh. yeah, and Hearn played Season second. So, so you yeah. saw this cutscene, and then you go into Ages as its sequel. Correct, and okay. then, uh, I believe Twin Rova is a major. Mm-hmm. Uh, inclusion in whatever second game you play. So, for Hearn's playthrough of this, yeah, I'm sure you saw Twin Robo a lot more than I did. Because, yeah, like yeah. it interjected almost every time I beat a new dungeon. Almost, I feel like, yeah, it just kept you kept seeing like flashes of like, don't forget Twin Rova's around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then finally, at the end, after the last uh, cutscene, instead of it just ending there you get like the additional level more or less of and now yeah. you get to face off against Twin Rova and Ganon. And um I know we keep teetering around it because we don't want to spoil, but <laughs> um let's just say that we actually played these games unlike some other people that didn't <laughs> finish these games. So we can spoil what the happens shade to Grant. is real on this episode. Um wait a minute. Twin Rova, we should also mention Big time character in Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah, big time, uh, big time boss lady. Mm-hmm. Twin Rova is like what happens when the two old ladies become the super hot lady, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, big oh, time, yeah. big, big time. time. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's Her? what I love about this game is that uh, they bring characters from Ocarina in here, and they do. Know, they bring Big Goron. Big Goron's in there. Yeah, Big Goron comes in. I mean, Impa, we just named. Imp- Impa. Impa. Yeah, and Impa's old, right? Impa's old Impa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Twin yeah. Twin Impa. Twin Rover. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, so, Hearn, walk us through what happens if, if, <laughs> if, if, if Seasons is the sequel. Yeah, I mean, kind of what Joe was saying, like, as you're playing the game, you're also getting hints and, like, flashes forward. There's also a lot of times when you're talking to a person in a town or something, they're like the extended version of what you saw in the other game, where mm. like in ages, like at least for me in ages, there's a part where I name a kid or something, or I help this couple with their kid. You name in, their child? You name their damn kid. I actually named it after uh, my sister, uh, my girlfriend's sister's kid, Archer. And I, yeah. not after the FX show? No. Interesting, because I actually named my kid after the FXX show. Mm-hmm. FXX show. Mm-hmm. You named it You're the Worst? Yeah. You're uh, the Worst, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. Or the, it didn't all <laughs> fit, so it really was You're your, your your the Worst. You're the Worst. Yeah. Yeah, but then like Archer's in Seasons as a kid running around and stuff like that, where it's like a continuation and then stores will be different, stores will be like... Mm. They, you get codes too that if you write down and use them in the second game, they give you like bonuses or something. Upgrades Some of it for I, your items. Yes, upgrading items was a big thing. I didn't use all of it, all of it, but yeah, it sometimes it was like, hey, do you remember this code? And I flipped through and I was like, oh yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. And I got some extra thing. And then, yeah, the main thing is that in, at the ending, there there's an additional sort of like end game which i believe is the same whichever way you go it is it is so i okay. mean i know we're teetering around it and we don't want to yeah. say what it is but let's, we'll say what it is let's spoil it okay All so right. big spoiler time right now this is a 22 year old game <laughs> oh man i'm do your fun. worst now 
who do we think's behind all the chaos? Do we have any guesses? Uh, Garohim, the main mm. villain from Skyward Sword. No, no. Um, again, why are you trying to spoil <laughs> Skyward Sword for me? We're talking about this game. All right. Uh, no idea. Who? Who is it? Who could it's, it possibly even be? Bowser? It, it's not Bowser. Why would Bowser be there? Uh, twist. Wouldn't it be fun if that was a twist for like maybe Breath of the Wild 2? Bowser's mm. in charge. <laughs> I actually do like that now that you say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Bowser. Would be tight. Man, this game really shit the bed by not making it be Bowser. Yeah. Or, really, or like... Um, really inked the ocean. What's a Capcom villain? <laughs> oh, a- Albert Wesker. Albert yeah. Wesker. <laughs> yeah. Now I can harness the season's yeah. powers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was the Phoenix Wright's opponent, <laughs> lawyer. I don't, I don't know. I've never yeah, played this game. The guy in the red coat. Yeah. I played it. I can't remember their name. Sorry. 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 It's Ganon. Ganon's it's behind Ganon. all this. So do you, Who but I, Ganon? I, I read you fight Twin Rova and Ganon at the yes, same you time. Yes, you do. What and the? Not same time. Heck? Same area. Same oh, area. Same area. Mm. Um, different don't get season. much to refresh. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, that's that's awesome. What, how does Ganon look in this game? Big, <laughs> like a pig, like a big pig. Okay, like a big old pig, like a biggie piggy. So it's not Ganondorf then. Nah, nah. It's just regular nah, old Ganon. It's just regular old Ganon. We decided, regular I think, on this Ganon. on this podcast definitively that Ganon is the pig and Ganondorf is the man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if there was this. this uh, should we talk about game? Is this still plot? I don't want to get. We're still ahead. in plot. I have yeah, one more. Still. I have one last thing to say about plot before we move into gameplay. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Oh yeah. I guess we can say uh, that uh, he frees Zelda, and together they exit the crumbling castle. After the credits, Link is seen waving to a crowd from a sailboat off the shore of a land mm. with a castle in the background. Mm. Uh, the last thing I want to say is this takes place during the fallen hero timeline after the events of Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was the last thing I want to say about the plot. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? The fallen hero timeline? Do you guys remember which one that is? That's um, if you like die in Ocarina of Time right, to Ganondorf. Right. And then and like immediately. What comes after this then? Uh, after this? Yeah. Uh, some. I think it's the, ooh, good is question. Is it Wind Waker? Good cue. Good cue. No, it's uh. It's a link between worlds. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Honestly, pretty solid timeline series. Then I don't know what this the is other the best ones. one. Yeah, the Fallen Hero timeline is the best one. It is. Uh, previously, this is the same link who would have done a link to the past and oh, wow. a Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, and we'll kind of talk about some of the links, no pun intended, Ugh. between this and Link's Awakening here in gameplay. Now, he said no pun intended, but the way he really highlighted Link's that first time yeah, around. Yeah, it sounded like a it pun to me. Sounded I, like a pun. I am it talking, of course, about the Atari Lynx. What's You're talking about sausages, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's talking big, big old sausages. Jimmy Deans. Mm-hmm. James Deans. Okay. The porn R. actor? <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name is James Deans, the porn actor. Huh, okay. He's in a lot of my favorite James scenes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You never um, know what uh, James means. 
gameplay. This is a top-down classic Link's Awakening style gameplay. Mm-hmm. If sure you uh, remember Bit Link's Awakening, well, when I say Link's <laughs> Awakening, what, what what comes to mind immediately? If you were to like, if you were like from memory regurgitate Link's Awakening gameplay, what would you say about it? Because it's different than I think a Link uh, Link to the Past. I would say slashing your sword. <laughs> I would say hopping with your feather. Yes, jumping. That's a big mm-hmm. one. Jumping yeah. around. Uh, I think also like like I think you could do this in Link to the Past, but definitely didn't feel as smooth. But it's like diagonal running, mm-hmm. like diagonal yeah. running around the screen a lot. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and this you definitely need to like attack things diagonally or move around and avoid stuff diagonally yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, you got that sword slash that comes in at that hot angle. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Overworld is like more. Uh, detailed than like classic Zelda. It's yeah. not quite online to the past level, but like you can look at an overall map of all the places you've been and see just sort of like, oh, that's the area with the town, that's the area with the mountain, that's the area with the lava world. Yeah, there's, there's the stuff. big Goron over there. Yeah. I like that big sick Goron. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. I think that Link's Awakening also, yeah, like you said, a more detailed map, but not necessarily a bigger map. Like I think mm-hmm. a Link's no. uh, Link to it's the Past concise. has a lot of like fluff, you know. It's got a lot of fluffs kind of scattered throughout. Right, right. There's a lot of a lot of more spaces sprawl. between. Yeah, more sprawling. Feels bigger, like not just like bigger in size, but bigger in scope. It's like oh, this is like, and maybe it's just because it's on this SNES. These games feel a little smaller in scope, but they do feel a lot very detailed, especially considering. That uh, there's a, a sub world called some a subrosia, which mm. is not yeah. the dark world. Like in Link to the Past, nope. dark world's just regular map, kind of with some details missing. Um, with some stank on it. With some stank on it. Uh, <laughs> subrosia is like its own new place with its yeah. own rules. Like stuff. a volcano level almost or something. Yeah, but like a big one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So the and three are, things are those. The residents of Sabrosia, are they like, were they originally human and they moved down to the to live underground? Or Do we get a lore they? explanation for the Sabrosians? <laughs> like what uh, they, where they come from? Also, is this the only Sabrosia like appearance in Zelda? I don't know. Subrosia sounds like a terrible ambrosia, like an yeah. inter- like a terrible version a of that. A subbar ambrosia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, subrosia, yeah, is only in Oracle of Seasons. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a. Tell us this scene. It was peaceful. To so now, I'm anytime you play because- another one, another Zelda game, you can just always imagine subrosians are just kind yeah. of beneath the surface the whole always, time. Always, they're always there. They're always All looking right. up. According to the fandom side of it all, it seems like residents of Sabrosia was more peaceful and everything and the place sunk. And so the inhabitants ever there have changed into those little hooded guys who only care, who pay for things and rock and stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah, have their own currency. We assume this happened over thousands of years, sort of wore them into mole people with their own currency i guess we live underground i guess it's time to put our hoods up yeah <laughs> it's weird because they seem to have a pretty easy like way to get back to the main world and they just right. don't, opt they don't to use it they don't want to do it unless hey. is link the only one who can use those warps Ooh, maybe that would make maybe. sense yeah so the three uh things that i noted as being uh <laughs> oracle of seasons specific gameplay things that aren't just 
every Zelda gameplay thing is uh, sure. is changing of the seasons, riding mm-hmm. of the animals, and rings mm-hmm. and sharing between games. So mm-hmm. if we want mm-hmm. to talk about changing of seasons for a second, uh, anybody have a clue on how this mechanic works? No, I never really thought about it. <laughs> but like in game though, how does it work? <laughs> Oh, in the game. Oh, Not I like thought, in science. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like. I don't think we cracked it yet. Tell yeah. me how. <laughs> tell the me developers, how to make one of these. Yeah, how the developers yeah. made this happen. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jesus. Uh, oh, in the game, it's uh, it, it you know it changes your environment to open up areas or close off areas, uh, so that you explore more of the map, which is a kind of cool but sometimes a little frustrating because it yeah the game really doesn't hold your hand in that respect you kind of just like uh have to remember oh this path is blocked off i need to come back here or find the tree stump because that's the only area where you can yeah. use the mm-hmm. rod of uh seasons mm-hmm. uh to be able to get through whatever pathway that's blocked originally yeah i uh i had fun i kind of had fun with this mechanic i thought it was um a pretty cool way to immediately change your environment, affect something in it, and then see it kind of happen, what it looks like now on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I didn't quite understand, even in the game, how exactly it worked. Like, I would change the season to winter, but then as I left that area, it would go back to another season somewhere else. Yeah, it only affects a certain area of the map, which is frustrating for sure. Yeah, because if I, I I assumed I think at one point if I turned everything winter, it would just be winter everywhere, and I could just go mm-hmm. do snow stuff. But then no, it would like turn to fall, and uh, there there were like kind of like gameplay gatekeeping reasons for that which i mm-hmm. i can appreciate because they didn't want me to access part of the map yet. yeah they didn't want you to like sequence break it sometimes right i do think the design could have been a little less clunky mm. uh not uh, maybe clunky is the wrong word because i actually don't think it was that clunky i clunky? feel like it, yeah clanky just <laughs> a positive spin on clunky it's yeah. uh after our dear friend clank yeah clank um rest in power yeah what do you guys think about the 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 seasons changing i mean i i i do think it's a cool mechanic but as we were talking about that it only works at a certain point for some certain areas Mm -hmm. that that was a little tricky to sort of figure out like okay i can't do it here or or just like finding the tree stump to be able to you know get to the area you're trying to get to right I also I mean, feel like, oh yeah, go for it, Horn. Horn. No, I'm just saying, Horn. like, because it's four seasons as opposed to like ages where it's just past and future or mm-hmm. something like. It feels like there's a little bit of trial and error of like, oh, mm-hmm. I can't get to this area, and let me go back and change it to a different season. And sometimes, sometimes there's like a queer fan of like, all right, autumn or whatever has the vines. So if there's a vine, queer vine path, you're going to want to change that. But sometimes it is just going back and discovering, oh, it was supposed to be winter because now there's this hill of snow I can land on. Yeah, and that's another issue about it I kind of wanted to bring up. You just nailed it. The seasons, A, all four of them aren't exactly that much different from one another, like spring and summer. In in reality, we know that spring and summer are very close together Mm -hmm. as seasons. So it's not very clear what 
a summer area would be different about if it was a spring area? Like, I mean, other than flowers grow? I noticed the ocean looks different a little bit. In real life? Yeah, in real life. Sorry, we're talking about the game. So, no, in the game. (laughs) Oh, really? The ocean looked different? It's the waves are um, painted a little or or it's colored in a little differently. And they do a lot of good graphical like differentiation for sure. Yeah, it's still like mechanically. Yeah, thank you. That's that's more what I was getting at because actually they they somehow do I think telegraph it to you actually pretty well. Like like summer is like obviously way more. like it's weird. It's Orangey. like a, it's like dark. It's like it's like uh, lighter uh, greens. Like you, uh-huh. you feel like maybe the grass is gonna die soon, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, spring is darker greens and purples, and then uh, fall is just orange and brown. Winter is obviously the the most fun season, I think, to kind of explore around, and I think it also looks the cleanest <laughs> as far as like mm-hmm. this is that season. But yeah, I. It, when I would get to an area, I would kind of just have to check every season, yeah, because it yeah. wouldn't it I, it wouldn't be clear to me like oh this if I just had water here, you know uh, I could finish in, this puzzle. In an updated version of the game, there would be like a sign you can read that gives you a little hint that says, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, um, the vines grow in yes. spring. Come back during bathing suit season or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring your one piece. Bring your one. Bring your copy of One Piece. Bring your read it, read it by the pool. Bring your ma- manga. <laughs> bring your manga. <laughs> yeah. Think of the best season for reading manga and go to that. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overall, uh, I think it was a successful implementation, but I do think that there was some things like, again, we're talking about quality of life changes. If they were to do a Link's Awakening switch remaster of these games i would hope that there would be some kind of better way that they could design these and telegraph areas and telegraph them easier to you that like yeah mm-hmm. which which one i need to even try here um it, it's a tough ask though i imagine because they're also trying to hide secrets so they don't just oh, want to yeah, totally t- yeah. tell you hey you know this is what you need to they don't just want to tell you outright, hey, make it winter here and you'll and you'll and you'll progress. Mm-hmm. They wanna hide little heart pieces and stuff. So yeah. It's uh but I do I do like it and I do think that like it's an in even though you're right, seasons are a measurement of time, this is a little Thank bit you. of a more more, <laughs> more interesting to me than just a time mechanic, which I sure. feel like you've seen a bunch in Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um Hey, but right, broke, don't fix it. Right. Riding animals. This is a new new Woo. thing. I don't remember riding an animal in Link's Woo. Awakening. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some pretty animals. Man, an I animal. love that flying little bear guy or whatever he is. Oh, yeah. he's great. Oh, yeah. I love all these. I love all my little friends. Hey, how pissed were you when you could only get a flute to summon one? <laughs> Thank you. I was about to say it would be yeah. even better if I can just summon any one of the three friends. Yeah. Right? At what, any what moment. What was the point of that? Why couldn't you do that? I don't understand. I'm going to chalk it up to limit system limitations, maybe. I don't know. 
avoiding the sequence break again where it's like oh yeah if you had this kangaroo in this area it would fudge it up so let's not let you have that but you could um, remember you can pick which one you yeah. take with you forever that's true so you I mean, I'm sure you can't sequence break. They made sure of that. But mm. at some point when the whole map was unlocked, they should have just unlocked all those animals yeah. so I can just yeah. get around. That'd be fun. Yeah. It bummed me out when I learned that my kangaroo friend was, in fact, my only friend. And it sucks that they make you kill the other two. That you don't. <laughs> well, and then they make you... Wow, the one that you chose watches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the one that you okay. chose has to eat the carcasses of the ones you killed. <laughs> yeah, which is terrible. Terrifying. It's terrible. Yeah, like my kangaroo had to eat my swim swim friend, my mm-hmm. my my hippo friend. Yeah, I uh, I love my friends. They're all beautiful in their own <laughs> way, and I wish and I wish I could take them with me on all my adventures. Why can't Link ride more stuff? I guess he rides that horse, but what if he rode a hippo? You know, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. Or like a, or like a limousine or something. <laughs> yeah, what if he just rode like a GTA car, <laughs> or like a monster truck or something? Something <laughs> yeah. really like. Yeah, that's what Bull- Breath of the Wild Two should have. How that first yeah. one had a motorcycle. Give me a monster truck, please. Let me just, let me just roll over some of these uh, mob moblins. Truckosaurus. Yeah, from, from the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like. I did appreciate this. Uh, however, I did. Yeah, I, th- I think. Uh, don't don't give me halfway. Give me give me like seventeen freaks I can ride and make <laughs> make me ride them all over this dang map. Um, you you go to the pause menu. You, you got your. Do we have the names of of your of the little pals? Oh yeah, what are their names? Yeah, that's a good. That's a hey. Let that's me a great see. Question. Let me see. I have a page. I can't find it quickly. Animal God, I'm thinking about Link riding a Yoshi right now, and it's making oh, me real happy. That'd be fun. Make Which me one real is happy. Moosh, moosh, bear capable of flight. Ricky, the boxing yes, Ricky, capable of punching, and Dimitri, which is a friend of Dondo, uh, capable of swimming. That's so cool, man. Dodongos, I know yeah. a friendly Dodongo. What if there was like a friendly twin Rova that he can hop on an old witch's back and fly around? <laughs> a friendly pig, and then a friendly pig man. Yeah, it's a bummer. Like, what's her? What's her name? Wendy? Is that her name? Maple, Maple, the flying witch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah could have been cool right. if you could have hopped a ride with her. You know, that'd be yeah. amazing. That'd be great. Yeah. Instead, all all you do is get crashed into by her. And yeah. Not it sucks that after you screen. get crashed into by her, you have to kill her, and then Ricky eats her yeah. body. You know. <laughs> <laughs> really, I like that. Part. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, uh, the uh, the characters in this game. Yeah. Maybe we should spend a little bit of time talking about them, uh, only because. They are, they're actually, I'm looking at the sprites now on the uh, ZeldaFandom.com. They're mm-hmm. pretty cool. They're pretty Great cool site. looking. I like them all, actually. Rosa, that's a good sprite. The little bow, <laughs> Sabrosia lady with the bow. Oh, yeah, the one that yeah. becomes, uh, uh, goes on a date with Link. Yeah, she's very desirable to the Sabrosians. They they all kind of want to date with her. They're very I jealous think, of you. I think it's that giant bow. Yeah, yeah. the bow really helps. Also, uh, uh, Talon, obviously, little Mario reference there for you. Oh yeah, yeah. you gotta hey, send this link. I want to see. Oh, here you go. I'll, I'll send. That, I'll send the characters link here. In put the, in the uh, chat. And the way, 
the way the Maku tree looks is very cool. It's very expressive eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. So okay, characters, and maybe we'll talk about graphics a little bit. I'm like yeah. shocked at how good this game looks compared to like oh, Link's great. Awakening DX or something. You know, like I love Link's Awakening, and I think that has a great look. But this man, ooh. This game looks great. Sprites look great. Uh, like you said, the animations on those big sprites, like the again, all big Goron, can't yeah. can't do it. Can't do, can't even do anything without this guy. He's just like my all time favorite. He's a big sick Goron, and oh man, man his Blano? face is great. is a great sprite. I'm looking at that. That's a <laughs> little boxer. Yeah. You have to fight to get those That's right. boxing gloves. That's true. I remember those. There are like a good amount of like little mini games in these two games too. Oh man, I just remembered you saying that. One of the worst things I think uh, that I never want to do ever again is, mm. and I forget if it's this or yeah, ages kind of run endeavor. Yeah, you have to mimic a goron's dance that's right oh was well, ages? they they have it in seasons you have to mimic the subrosians dance okay yes oh, so okay. yeah in seasons so i think it's a little bit easier in seasons copying the subrosians to dance but yeah i didn't have trouble with it but oh, in, yeah you're uh, right there's like a basement dance and the other one isn't there yeah in ages you have to do it to because I think in this one, it's like sort of optional. You don't need to really do it to get whatever item you're trying to get. Yeah. But in the other one, it's like part of the main uh, story yeah. that you, you have, have to, to do it, it in this, but it's an easy version of it. Later, yeah, you, that, have to, you have to do a much harder one if you want to get the big whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's terrible. It's the kind of thing where you <laughs> kind of have to like close your eyes and just like hear the sounds yes. and just move. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. Your fingers along. Did you guys uh, do anything with the great Moblin? I know he's kind of optional, but you like blow up his blow up his whole fortress, and then he goes into that house. Oh yeah, and then you can go. He's like was... ma- he's like making bombs like Walter White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bad. No, that was a pretty cool part of it actually. I yeah, it was very. Yeah, I like that little mini boss fight. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, there's like, there's a lot of like great, uh, great characters. Guru Guru. Yeah. Is that another, uh, Ocarina of Time character? He has the, he's playing the, the windmill song. Oh, is that mm. his name in Ocarina? I'm not sure, but it's like same guy playing the little oh, yeah. jukebox. He's got the little horn. Yeah. The yeah. Little ro- You're right. Mm. Yeah. What well, do we like the pirates? They call, uh, Piratians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that they could they could have just called them pirates. Yeah, what the no. fuck? Piratians. <laughs> okay, no, I, I take it back. No, yeah, you're right. Thank Aaron. you. Yeah. Is uh is as Vasu? Is he is he in Ocarina also? Is he the guy in the carpet? Uh oh, let me see. I'm scrolling through. Scrolling through. Um. Uh, no, that's uh, really racist of you to say that. <laughs> I knew it. Knew you were gonna say that. Uh, yeah. I I think this is a cool cast of characters. They're weird. Yeah. They're weirdos for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But that's something I'm realizing about the series in general is that like, The Legend of Zelda is not afraid to just throw you the weirdest nerds you've ever seen in your whole life to like hang out with. Like oh, even Ocarina of Time, which feels like in a lot of ways, like the Star Wars of of Zelda games, it's mm-hmm. still like, you go into that town, you're just like, what kind of 
what kind of freak ship dropped you all off here? Like you guys look like like mutants who who all have weird agendas. Like every character in a Zelda game is like kind of creepy and weird and has and, and is like up to no good in a lot of ways. Yeah. And um just another thing I wanted to point out is in the linked version of the game, Zoras are uh, make an appearance so that's yeah. another well zoras are in ages right in general mm-hmm. isn't like there are a bunch of zora yeah. stuff yeah. and no goron stuff in ages yes yes ah uh, yes okay, but they cool. also make an appearance if you're playing this uh linked version of this game gotcha yeah yeah i might actually do that i might actually play ages just for fun even though i'm not going to be uh uh doing a podcast about it just because it sounds like i don't know would you re- here's a good question would you recommend it I do. I I do did yeah. find myself um, having a little bit more fun with ages because I just oh. spent a lot of time with seasons and just getting acclimated with uh, mm-hmm. just the, the gameplay and the mechanics of, of everything. And um, it does. It is a much easier game in my opinion because of just having to deal with. Uh, time changing in two different ways as opposed to the se- the four seasons, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I there's much this. less trial and error in that in that way. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. I, I uh, As much as I did like this game, when I do like it, I did struggle quite a bit with like... I did too. The puzzles mm-hmm. and sort of where to go. Oh, I mean, and that's not a problem specific to this game. So I think I'm actually going to stop saying it <laughs> as like a <laughs> right, critique right. of these games because... Like, Are you literally, speaking about the dungeons in, uh, specifically, or I, I'm? It's weird. I I'm less speaking about the dungeons, more about the overworld and getting yeah, to the, the, the next dungeon. That's that. Yeah. Those were where yeah. I would get stuck a lot. I, I thought I the agree. dungeons were very well uh, self-contained and like really well thought out. Uh, um, yeah, and the more I play these games in general, the the easier dungeons just become in general. Where I'm kind of like, I think I know what you want me to do. This yeah. is a badly designed but i'm going to just trust in the zelda gods here that you probably want me to bomb this wall or whatever it is that's keeping me from progressing yes and another thing i want to mention real quick about playing a linked game is that's i believe the only way you can get the master sword oh yeah the big orin sword is in is in one of these games i saw it is. It's in both. So you got to do a trading quest. Trading sequence to get the mm-hmm. big orange sword. Yeah. That's another holdover Dude. from Ocarina, which is, by the way, yeah. I still think my one of my favorite side quests of all time in any Yo, game, yeah. getting Same. the big orange sword. You got to do... See, that's what I love, is you have to do bullshit that, you, that you're going to hate, but the reward is is like really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. they don't... They also keep in this the not being able to uh, have your shield on you if you're using the big Goron sword. It's just, oh, it takes nice. up two slots. Nice. And it's, but it it's a great ranged weapon. It takes up at least half of the screen once you have it. So it's oh, that's cool. pretty powerful. That is great. Yeah, I, I've not experienced the big Goron sword. Did not do the trading sequence. Uh, I'm guessing you guys did like look at guides to get through the game. I did it to figure out where to go if I was lost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Once cool. I was in the dungeon, I just did that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Basically here and there, but yeah, dungeons were pretty easy to yeah. figure out at least in the grand scheme of like. Mm-hmm. 
which is what you get and where yeah. you get the ability. I agree with that. Um, I will say it was a little disappointing to me because when I first started the game, I think I got through two dungeons without looking at anything. And I was getting really excited because I thought, you know, is this the break? Is this the point in Zelda's history where we stop needing guides to get through them? Mm. And because I know that point happens because I didn't need a guide for Breath of the Wild. I didn't need a guide for Skyward Sword. I don't really need a guide for... Uh, I don't think Twilight Princess I needed a guide for. I don't. At some point, you stop needing a guide because the game design philosophy sort of catches up with these games and they start feeling more modern. I thought right. this was going to be the case with this. It really wasn't. I ended up getting stuck a lot. Um, so I'm 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 wondering if ages is just like maybe I get stuck less. I don't know. I think you will. I think uh, it's a little bit easier to. F- figure out where you need to go next and I think the another main thing of why playing a linked game is a little easier because you are going to have more upgrades mm-hmm. it's going to yeah. the enemies are going to be much easier to kill I think for uh, fighting Onyx for me in this one I did have to use the uh, the save feature that the a virtual console has to mm. kind of load because I only had three hearts left in that final boss battle. Uh, yeah. So it was a bit tricky if I got swiped or yeah. the, the boss did it's like um, bullet hell move yeah. where it's just spewing out these fireballs in random ways. Um, let's talk temples. Huh? Sure. What do you say? Sure. <laughs> little little temple talk. Uh, we got eight. OTT. Eight beautiful temples mm. here. Or I guess nine, maybe. We got that gnarled root dungeon. Love it. I'm a big fan of... I, I think I've said this before. Big fan of every single Zelda's very first dungeon. They're always the best dungeons. Mm. I love them. They're easy. They're easy to figure out. You get through them quick. You feel like a real, a real hero going through those first Zelda dungeons. Mm-hmm. This one, no uh, exception. Love it. Love a gnarled root dungeon. Kind of has that look too. It reminds me of Zelda One, actually. You know those like burnt out trees you'd go into. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while now since I've. You know, I'm I'm just thinking about the last dungeon. You know. Okay. Okay. Uh, snakes remains. That's a snake dungeon. <laughs> I do remember oh, yeah. that. That's I think one of the very first rooms. There's a bunch of snakes, right? Yeah, and you fight a. I think the 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 final boss in this is a face. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, d- Bosses in this were really cool and fun. I thought yeah. so too. It's the the brothers Gorius was the was the boss for Gnarled Root Dungeon. They're two brothers, <laughs> two bully brothers. Yeah. yeah. Snakes remains got the face. Well, you have a face, but you also do the, the Dondro where you have to like feed it bombs because it's chasing you mm-hmm. around. Yep. And then you pick it up and you toss it around. Yeah, which is very fun. Yeah. We got the poison moths layer. Uh, this one, uh, Omoi is the boss. Looks like a little blue squid looking thing. Comes out of the ground. Uh, you got I the think dan- I, had, I had trouble with this boss, I yeah. think. Figuring out what to do. Yeah entirely possible um and then yeah you have to like do a 
level below and level above to get at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, Agunima, which is sort of a riff on Agonim, I suppose, is the final boss of the Dancing Dragon Dungeon. Yay. I like this dungeon. I like how it comes out of the waterfall kind of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's it so comes cool. out of the side of the, the, the mountain. It, I don't know if this is the first one. It uses the uh, train track system thing a lot in this one, where you ride mine parts mm. and you have to change the routes and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Man, I'll tell you this much. Little little tease for Minish Cap. Capcom loves minecarts, baby. Yeah. They love minecarts. It happens in a good amount. It happens in Skyward Sword, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a good minecart right there. It's no Donkey there Kong minecart, but it's a pretty good minecart. I know. Well, I mean, what can what can reach Donkey Kong Heights of minecart expertise? Uh, Unicorn's Cave. Guess what you fight at the end of this? Not a unicorn. A saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Siger. Siger. It's a mislead. Siger. Yeah. Um, ancient Should- ruins. Oh, we're going to say something about Siger? No, not Siger, but like some of the stuff you get because we kind of stripped over like you get the jumping f- uh, feather in one of them. And this one, you get the magnetic uh, gloves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which you both use to like launch link across rooms but also to like pull giant metal balls and stuff right right around oh yeah and uh i i should say that the the bosses the bosses i was reading from too those are like mini bosses those are mini bosses yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i I wasn't even like looking at the the main bosses here i am like i'm like i'm like kind of remembering them and i'm like that's this seems like not that impressive i and i was like i remember them actually being bosses from the very first zelda game that's because they are they like are, uh, yeah. the yeah the gnarled root dungeon is Aquamentis the dragon, Dodongo is obviously snakes remains Mothla mm-hmm. poison moth slayer, uh, Goma the freaking crab is the dancing dragon Goma dungeon was really really difficult. Yeah, Goma shows up in another game. Ah, don't want to can't I'm not gonna say. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop spoiling stuff. I can Jesus. feel I can feel July just <laughs> burning <Yeah>. a hole. <laughs> July's gonna stop doing these episodes with me. Goma rides a minecart in Skyward Sword. I'm hearing. No, not exactly. God. Dig Dogger. <laughs> Dig Dogger is the uh, main boss of the Unicorns Cave. Uh, Ancient Ruins. We have that mini boss, uh, Vire. Like that, like that guy, like that bat, big bat, big fat bat. We got Manhandler. <laughs> that boss is canceled for sure. Ancient oh, ruins. Man what does that boss look like? Looks like a big old handsy C- it's like a CEO. White comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, oh. yeah, like a real Dalia type kind of. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this boss. <laughs> for the record. Yeah. For this record, I never liked this I never boss. Liked this I also never thought that boss was funny. Yeah. yeah. Um so I'm that makes me smarter than a lot of people who yeah. Yeah. went around to this liking this boss. I'm yeah. super smart. What, mm-hmm. what about the explorer's crypt? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> Pretty good. I can't remember any. <laughs> I know. The problem is like if you. The problem is like, actually remembering the dungeons themselves. Yeah, I'm yes, having trouble yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Because I just remember all the dungeons are cool, but like, yeah. And then each one would specifically kind of like rotate around the new item or something. Yeah. I don't know. 
like we got like seed launchers and magnetic gloves and there were uh, um i forget it's where you can double jump and stuff yeah i forget if it's this or ages again i'm just blurring memories mm, yeah, now that too. where to get to certain rooms you have to fall down little chasms or mm-hmm. or use a trampoline to get to a yeah, higher level oh, yeah, trampoline, that trampoline. yeah. trampoline stuff. now we're talking and is oh, it this one game or or ages where you have to do like a walking puzzle to change the colors on the floor do you know what I'm i saying? think i think that's ages okay. i remember ages had a lot of like the pushing the blocks that have multiple colors okay. on their sides yeah. and stuff like that and this one that's sort of the main difference too for me for these two is that ages is very puzzly to yeah. get through to the next right area of the dungeon and then seasons is very actiony you're fighting a lot you're doing a lot of like uh boss like in mini boss rushes and stuff yeah yes and i gotta say before we move on any further mm-hmm. i hate the keys the i don't bats. like keys mm-hmm. fuck the keys yeah uh in in any of these games they're terrible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not good i'll tell you what though playing that skyward sword oh, those God. keys come around jesus you know you just gotta hit you just hit up on the right stick, Link just shoves that sword up into the air. He's just stabbing the air right above him. It's actually the easiest the keys have ever been, you know? Mm. Would have been nice to figure that out yeah. on my own. Experience that as a new experience. Wait, July, did, do you own the game? Yeah, I own the game. Have you, have you started it yet? No. Why? <laughs> I'm, st- I'm like still playing through Wind Waker. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm going through all, even though I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm appearing on some of those games because, again, <laughs> I reached out to Connor and Connor didn't reach back <laughs> out to me. He didn't have uh, me bedding in your corner. Yeah, he didn't. That's have, true. Yeah. That's true. I, um, I, beat, uh, I dropped everything to play Skyward Sword. That's not true. I, did, I beat Ratchet and Clank first. I, had to, I was like on the last um, final yeah, boss. I need to that. beat that too. Oh, you haven't beaten that yet? Oh, I thought no. for sure you would have. You were over here talking about how you... Uh, couldn't put it down wow i couldn't like did find i couldn't time and then down. i couldn't and then i got into wind waker and then mario golf came out mm. so i was playing that and then now mm. i'm just i haven't played a game in a week and a half Ooh, Damn. that's interesting what a life i won't talk about that though yeah that's, yeah, pr- that's yeah. Pr- private stuff yeah plant that seed for later yeah uh general onyx we kind of skipped uh, the sword and shield maze. Medusa's head. That's who you fight at the end of that. Got a little fry polar. Fry polar. Fry polar. Fry polar. Little flaming, flaming ghost. Oh, uh, yeah. This mini, is mini another boss. one that I po- I fought. I think I looked back at the guy later after I beat it. There was a much easier way mm. <laughs> to yeah. kill this boss. Yeah. Don't you hate that when it's just like, use this weapon? Yeah. It's like, yeah. use this one weapon and they die immediately. You're like, okay, well. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I yeah. used just like the slingshot or whatever to throw a certain seed at it, but you could have just, it throws out like ice and you can mm-hmm. pick up the ice and throw it when it becomes yeah. f- a flame or something. I didn't like that the mystery seed was such like a literal, like, it got used for so many different things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so MacGuffin. weird. Like, they're, they're yeah, it was like you'd use it to like talk to the bird statues, or and then like at bosses, it would be like a secret weapon or something. It would be very like 
incongruous. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, General Onyx, kind of the final boss here. And then, of course, Twin Rova and General. Ganon. They're the, they're the end. End the, bosses. Uh, game, end game, yeah. Would have been cool if there was one extra dungeon. Is there? Is is the Room of Rights, is that... It, it's pretty bare bones. It, I don't yeah, think it's, it's a real. It's not real a real dungeon, huh? It's not. Yeah, no. it's it has a puzzle to it, but it's yeah. not really. There's not much it after that. Yeah. Besides the big boss fight. Yeah, I would have. You know, there's there's something about this these games, ages and seasons. And keep in mind, I have not played them both. You have. So let me let me throw an opinion at you and see if you guys uh, tend to agree. Even though I'm sure this was really difficult to make and really difficult to make work and get people on board with, I kind of feel like they should have gatekeeped like more cool stuff behind playing both games. Like, do you ultimately feel like like they 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 did as much as they could with this idea, or do you feel like there was like I feel like give us a couple more dungeons at the end. Give me give me like more more cool stuff. For playing both like post, of your games, post, like post game content, post first game, going into second game, like like sort um, of like as a reward for actually do, doing the legwork. I think that's what the link game is, my man. I think so that's what good. it is. You're, you're saying it is, like what I'm kind of saying. Yeah, I think so because uh, there are also I like secrets that you'll get yeah. in the linked game that you that's have cool. to you have to boot up the other game to collect mm. and you'll have it in that original game which mm. and then you can and then they give you another secret to take it back to the second game so that you're mm. starting off in a more you know powered up way with these new items <sighs> i'd like to power up hmm. okay opinion redacted let's move on uh why don't you say we move on to yes. uh yes i win reception <laughs> and legacy <laughs> Okay, this is where we re- review and rate the game. Yeah, this right. is where we review and rate and rate the game out of Chucky freckles, out of the amount of freckles oh. Chucky has on his face. Um, I think that's a different podcast. I think maybe <laughs> that is maybe maybe I'm conflating two different podcasts here. Uh, these games or out of mark <laughs> these games mark the beginning of a short run with Capcom developing games for the Zelda series that ends with the Minish Cap on the Game Boy Advance. You know, they weren't going to let them have the big console big daddies, but you know, they let them have these yeah. uh these little um these little portable games and I think they're great. This is also like the two last sprite-based Zelda games are going to be this one and then a much more profound send-off with Minish Cap, mm. which um, is a huge bummer. Like, even A Link Between Worlds, which I think is like an A-plus game, maybe it could be an S-plus game if Ooh. it was sprite-based. I don't know. Maybe that's crazy because mm. <laughs> then you wouldn't be able to really do the whole gimmick of that game. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I do love, like, sprite-based Zeldas. Um, I don't know if I prefer them to 3D Zeldas, but I definitely love them a lot. And it's a I don't know. I, I really like 7-Up-based games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me guess, her and Sierra Mist-based? Yeah, absolutely. I'm more <laughs> of a mellow yellow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this game really has no legacy to it, uh, really. Whoa. That's kind of why for us it was like I had to like go back naturally, like 
play it for the book club purposes because yeah. like it has no counterpart. It has no his like history. It, it well, is I mean, history. It's like a, I mean, it's like anything else with Nintendo. There's not a very easy way to play it unless you own one of the older systems mm-hmm. with the older virtual consoles or the actual games. Yeah. So I was surprised you couldn't find this on Wii U Virtual Console. It's not there. In fact, Game Boy I don't think is a is a option on the Wii U Virtual Console. Don't think so. Uh, mm-hmm. Game Boy Advanced is though, so you could, you know, and the DS games and the yeah, uh, harder to emulate games are for sure. But these easier ones, these Game Boy, Game Boy Colors, yeah, you can't can't get them on the Wii U. 3DS is your best bet if you want to play these games or emulate them or buy the old cartridges and buy an old console and play it, play it that way. Um, now, would you say this game and Ages are sort of like the forgotten? Uh, installments in the series or i'm gonna say that they are definitely two of the most forgotten games in the zelda series however i am i specifically chose for my games club portion of this series all of the forgotten children i would include Mm. all of the portable games as the forgotten children minus link's awakening that one has gotten a lot of love but yeah uh, minish cap no way people don't know what the fuck that is and Mm -hmm. and also spirit tracks and the other one Phantom, Phantom, Hourglass. <laughs> Phantom Hourglass yeah, yeah. people don't know what those games are or, or if those games are good or or you know no one has nostalgia for those really I, I have to I'm having to like dig go, go through the phone book trying to find people that played mm. those games um, so yeah I think they're forgotten what do you think July uh, I do think so I don't think these games are in the conversation really and um, yeah. I think it is because they were uh, uh, or they're not easily easily uh, playable today without either emulating right. or uh, getting it off the virtual console for the 3DS only. If they were, I don't know, maybe on the Switch, maybe it, it'll be. You know, they should just they should have just put all these on the virtual console and put it on Switch to download. Yeah. Yeah, All there's there's a there's a like kind of almost uncomfortable lack of Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and GBA games on yeah. the Nintendo Switch. I want to say that as far as I know, there's four GBA games for Switch, and it is the Met- the Mega Man Zero games, and that's about it. Like I don't I don't the know the if Fe- I can. Th- What's that? Phoenix Wright games technically are those GBA? Is I thought that- those are DS. Oh, those are DS. Yeah, you're right. There, yes, you're right. And then what about that, uh, actually? We should play the clip. Yeah, let's <laughs> and roll the clip. Actually, Advance Wars. Advance Wars is coming to Switch, but that is that is That's not true. here it's yet. It's going to be a remake. It's going to be a remaster on top of all that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, uncomfortable. I'm just thinking like how I would describe it. Like Saiken Densetsu as part of Collection of Mana, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that even GBA? Oh, that's Game Boy. It was you're right. GB. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, and then also I guess Contra for Game Boy. Is on the mm-hmm. Contra collection, Castlevania, probably Game some, Boys, Castlevania. probably some stuff in that Double Dragon, Tunio Tun stuff. That was probably oh, yeah. uh, Game Boy. Oh, oh yeah. You know yeah. Oh, I yeah. You, yeah, I bet you're right. I like that Kunio Kun collection. I turned it on for like maybe 20 minutes and turned it right <laughs> back off. I need to turn it back on though. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like uh, weird because and, and look, I get it. There's also no N64 games on there, but the N64 is a is like a console 
the GBA Game Boy and Game Boy Color, those are portable consoles on on Nintendo's portable system. You'd think like they'd be like a shoe in for mm-hmm. for getting uh you know that switch online maybe. But no. We're they're porting they're still porting NES games, which I think is crazy because that's yeah what are you we're doing? done with that we're they done could, they could they could just delete that from the store we wouldn't notice i think for like a, a while they're not even pointing the like good nintendo games ever yeah it's well like, they i think they kind of did all of the ones they, they could right they started it out yeah it kind of has a lot of commonality with the mini and then for a bit it's just now like japanese obscure games and, yeah yeah and then super nintendo is similarly they're like Doing all the third party offshoots instead of like Yeah, thank for thank know. you for Spanky's quest. You yeah. you psycho. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's sort of like a bummer. And I think that um speaking of rating and ranking the games, uh mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there and maybe we can close out the show with this idea. Mm, well, I have a few more thoughts. Oh, well, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, go for it. I I'll save mine for last. Okay, Mine's gonna be just... controversial. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want you to say that word, by the way. I know you said before we started recording that you were going to end the show by I'm saying that say word. I'm don't gonna say, say that word. And it's going to be and it's going to be lit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, sounds chuggy to me. Uh, I was just going to mention that Din and Nehru in Ages. Mm. These are. I think the first uh, appearances of those characters, but uh, in physical form, I think mm. those uh, names appear in Ocarina of Time. They Dense Fire, Nehru, Nehru's Love, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are, who are they in, in Ocarina of Time? Are they like the, the goddesses? They're the goddesses. Wow. Who's the other you, goddess that's missing? They, they give you the power of uh well she's not missing she uh, she is in the linked game she oh. is uh inside the meku tree and she is the oh i'm i'm blanking on her name but she gives you uh you tell her your your, your passwords and she gives you your little gifts oh that's great yeah wow i love that i love when the lore kind of feels like a tasty treat rather than a confusing mess Mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. More tasty treats, less... Uh, less the mess. Less the mess. Yeah. What else? What else you got? Uh, Yeah, let me see. Let me look through More my closing notes. closing thoughts. Hurt, if you got, do you have a closing thought? Let's all get all our closing thoughts out there. Yeah. Closing thoughts of just Oracle games in general is that yeah. they are actually like really wonderful like Zelda adventures, and they feel really full. Like I was kind of surprised. Like I lasted through uh before i played this i was trying to read backwards from skyward sword and i played minish cap and i blasted through that and it felt like not to get too much of my opinion of that because i'll be on that episode mm-hmm. so i don't want to get ahead of myself but i'll plant the seed that i felt it was kind of small deku seed and i get that i get the joke is that like it's minish cap it's supposed to feel small it's a but diminished like, it just, experience yes <laughs> yeah mm. yeah mm. but it's just the adventure itself felt small and I was kind of disappointed, but then I played both these and they were like big, they felt like big overworlds. The dungeons were big, mm. multiple floors, mm-hmm. like all these different like puzzles and traps and mini bosses on top of bosses and mechanics you were playing with. And they were just really fulfilling. And I feel like it holds up with the best of the Zelda games. And I think 
the only ones that I would probably prefer are just kind of like the more absolute classic Nintendo ones or the mm. big uh, console ones that are more sprawled. But like, as far as like a blast of like someone, like I was very happy to find these now because they hold up. They hold up very well, I'd say. Yeah, and I don't know if I would have had the patience to finish that too. one of them or both of them when I was a kid. Both of them especially. Yeah. And my time's more valuable now. I know, so I know, that's <laughs> confusing. Our brains are bigger and smarter though now. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't mention the music's great in this. Yes, True. I wanted to bring up the music, uh, but I was having trouble fitting it in, and I couldn't like. And it also, to me, like uh, look, as much as I love it, it isn't Ocarina of Time music, so I didn't feel like dedicating a whole section mm-hmm. of the episode to it. But you're right; like, I'm gonna have fun placing, carefully placing tracks from that set score mm. all oh. all over this uh, podcast. Okay, so. maybe it'll be one of them will be here, and maybe one might even be here, and maybe another will be here. <laughs> One definitely won't be here, but up, blah, 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 because that was me. <laughs> wow, instead. is that Mario dying? <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I agree with that. The music is uh, wonderful. I do, now tell me this: is the ages and season scores different? I want to say yes. Yeah, I believe uh, so, a, but a tiny bit, I think. Yeah, I, th- I bet there's some sort of like thematic, like oh well, this is always the tune of this type of right. thing, mm-hmm. and right. it pops up here and there or something. But I imagine like dungeons are different everything is different yeah enough. yeah and then like yeah because you go to different areas in both games there's yeah. different little worlds so mm-hmm. yeah hmm. uh july any other final thoughts before i give my question yeah let's um do you have the list of all the little gadgets you acquire in this one do Ooh. i have it uh yeah i can get it okay oh, i can get it because Hearn mentioned earlier the yeah. magnetic glove which is a cool that's a cool mm-hmm. idea. I yeah. found the puzzles they wrote around that to be more annoying than I than I would have liked, but yeah. I did love the way it felt. Like when I was doing something cool with it, especially yeah. when I'm flying across the map. That felt Yes, cool. when you're like using the opposite uh yeah. mode and you're just flying across gaps. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Don't make There's me, however, don't make me drag a ball all the way across a room yeah. in a little mm-hmm. maze thing to, no, none of that. But an off-screen maze, too, was an annoying one. But I like the boss fight that uses it where you have, like, a giant metal ball that you're launching at it and pulling back and launching yeah. again. Like, yeah. That was a real cool usage of it. Yeah. Magnetic gloves, definitely fun. I liked the, uh, I will say, though, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these items straight out of Link's Awakening. Right, but I think in Link's Awakening, uh, remind me because I can't remember, do, does the feather become a cape that you can kind of glide? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, I think this was new for this. It yeah. had to be new. Rock's yeah, I did, cape. Yeah, I did enjoy that. <laughs> Link yeah. having a little cape. A little double jump. Yeah. yeah. That is cool. And flying around, yeah, it's it's so much it's so much fun how much mobility they get out of Link, even though he's like yeah. in an isometric, top mm-hmm. down, like. Um, it, they also do the uh, side scrolling Zelda two ish type parts in some of the dungeons, yeah, and they cool. feel like more actual like designed levels to a little bit, right? Yeah, of like jumping puzzles and stuff. Yeah, that is cool. Do you have the list of the gadgets? <laughs> Oh yeah, I do. You want to? You want me to? Here, let me link you. Yeah, just run them. Just run them through. Let's let's see what we got. Okay. Is the boomerang in this? 
boomerang is in this and the magic yeah. boomerang we have uh, true the one yeah we have I of course the Bonds, magic boomerang chew pretty good oh mm. uh fool's or gale seed i like the gale seed okay warp yeah. me around oh that reminds me yeah another one of my closing yeah, thoughts it, i did gather all the heart pieces Mm-hmm. But there were two that are sort of up to luck, and I don't really like that. It's, um, is that from the uh, witch too? The Afinia. Yeah, you, uh, she drops a heart piece when she runs into mm-hmm. you, and if you don't get it, if it doesn't drop early in the game, she gets mm-hmm. like a spaceship, so she's much faster. So mm-hmm. it's tougher to get later on in the game, and then. Another heart piece appears in the tree that grows out of one of the gale seeds, and mm. that's random. No, no, thank you. Not into that. <laughs> yeah, would be cool to hundred percent it, but no, no way. Yeah, couldn't. Uh, I you, do it. you get the shovel. I think that's new. I don't know. Oh, the shovel was cool. Yeah, the shovel and links. I can't really remember. Don't think so. I don't think you interface with it that way, like the world of. Lint's awakening. Uh, power bracelet, so. definitely. Classic. Games. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Pegasus Seeds. Yeah, that's a classic. Classic. Yeah. Uh, Ricky's Flute. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> yeah, classic in every game. Ricky's Flute. Well, I guess it's either that or like, isn't it Dimitri's Flute or... No, is it just called Ricky's Flute and that's who you choose for it? No, it's Dimitri's Flute, Ricky's Flute, or Moosh's oh, Flute. or Moosh's Flute, because it starts as Strange Flute, yeah. Moosh's Flute! Um, all right, well, here's my thing. I I think this game, I don't know, but maybe even, I mean, maybe you could verify both of them together, but at least even just by playing this game, I think this is better than Link's Awakening in a lot of ways. <gasps> I know. Link's Awakening, that's the indie darling. That's the favorite amongst the hipster crowd. Um, you know what I'm saying right now? Get a get a job. All right. Upgrade Ooh. that Game Boy to a Game Boy Color. Play Oracle yeah. of uh, Seasons. Quit living in the past. I think uh come on. I mean, it's 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 not on the same console. So I, okay, I'll give it that, right? They were working with a little probably more limitations with Link's Awakening. They're figuring stuff out for the first time. But this to me feels like the perfect executed evolution of those ideas. Also, you get to ride your best friends around, and that's pretty that's cool. True. That's pretty cool. And and if you add that there's two games to to munch through here, geez Louise. And I mean munch, 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 munch. That's I don't know, that's pretty good. What do you guys think? Link's Awakening or these games? Dude. Tough one. I mean, we, I get I get the Link's Awakening thing because there's nostalgia involved there. Yeah, right? we have to kill Link's Awakening. Uh, I mean, I'm more just saying, which one do you prefer? Which one do you like? Which one are you more? Uh, which one are you more likely to go back to? Hmm. I think you're right. I think it may be this one. Yeah. Might might be these series. That's, I'm gonna lump them together. I'm gonna yeah. say these two. I, think, I mean yeah. that. That's kind of where it is, too, is like throughout Oracle Ages and Seasons, you get to do so much more than you would in Lights Awakening. Yeah. And I mean, even technically just by itself, but it's just then a question of preference. Yeah. But I did like have a blast with this experience, and I was like really compelled to see it through, whereas I still haven't really replayed uh, Lights Awakening even on Switch yet. So, yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> and I, and I, uh, and I got lost like way more in Link's Awakening. <laughs> than I did in this game. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, thanks for awakening way worse. Memory. I got that text to our group thread. Her and they announced Jelly Boy <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I thought it was funny. We were talking about like Super Nintendo updates. Guys, they're we're, announcing. Yeah, we we're literally just talking about the Super Nintendo, the Switch terrible online Super Nintendo selection, and they just announced three new games Claymates, <laughs> Jelly Boy, and Bomboozle. These games oh, yeah. look like, <laughs> I mean, hot trash. What are you doing? Jelly Boy, by the way, made by Ocean. I don't think Ocean's ever made a good game. Made some good movies. Should be tossed out in the ocean, this game. Ooh. This game should be tossed into the ocean. Yeah, you're telling really me. Dil- dilute its jelliness if you did that. Um. Oh my gosh. Yes. Nintendo Switch Online will get Shin Megami Tensei if. One of the Shin Megami Tensei games is coming to, uh, to, to uh, Japan. Ja- Japan. And to the Japan. To the Japan. Wow. So I give this five out of five <laughs> uh, Triforces. As a, as a series, I give it I give it a, uh, if it's out of five, are we doing out of three Triforces? 3.5 ch- uh, fret, uh, Chucky Freckles. Chucky Freckles. There yeah, yeah, out yeah. of three. If one three, is the okay. worst, two is a middle, three, half, three is I the said. best. I'm going to say I give this two. I give I give it two. Ooh. Ooh. Tough, tough crowd. Uh, I'm gonna give well, it three. Out, out of three, three, man. I mean, like, I gotta give my threes to like Link Between Can Worlds and freaking yeah, like Wind two. Waker and shit. Ocarina I mean, yeah. gets a three. Two point five, then maybe. Oh, me. if we can go Just fives, like, then I would definitely say two point two five. Okay. For me, how, it's how gonna be two point five, but I'm gonna round it up. <laughs> up to three. <laughs> to three. <laughs> up to two point seven. All right, uh, and uh, Hearn, <laughs> you, you, uh. Where are you at? I'll say, I'm saying with 2.5. It's like probably until like, I mean, there are a couple of like portable ones I prefer, like A Link Between Worlds, but in terms of like the older school Zeldas, this is up there. This yeah. is really excellent. Yeah. I was really, I had a blast. Guys, thank you so much for doing this episode. And Hearn, thank you so much for doing it on your birthday, hey. buddy. We love you. Ah, thank thank you. you. What do you want people to know about you before we head on out? I do have something I want them to know about me. Uh, you can go to my website, michaelchern.com, but also go to my Twitter or my Instagram, Michael C. Hearn, and you can see a trailer for my upcoming film, Big Ideas Detective Agency, starring friend of the podcast, Michael Stevens. Mm-hmm. And even more friender uh, of the podcast, Connor McCabe. Yes, as the voiceover. Uh, you get to hear his lovely dulcet tones mm-hmm. narrate the story of two brother detectives. Nice. July Diaz. Uh, all I want to plug is playing and finishing the game that you're going to talk about or discuss. <laughs> it's a travesty and uh, honestly painful to my ears to hear that people that are offering a specific service uh, to people in need uh, content in a book club uh, scenario are not doing their homework and that's <laughs> it's sad honestly it's sad really it's sad mm-hmm. it's sad and and you know what they had all this time thank you to do it by the way thank like, you we had meetings <laughs> <laughs> like on, going on a year ago uh, that's all i gotta what say what are you gonna do you know i can't hold a i can't hold a dang big orange sword to the guy's neck say finish the game please yeah you, know. you can't make you can't wave your rod of uh, ages and go into the past yeah. and give them more time yeah. to play the game. Where's my rod of ages? Tell you what. Where's my I copy have... of Rock of Ages? Huh? Yeah. 
Where's my copy of Hot Rod? Huh? Where's my Where's my <laughs> Where's my Jelly Boy? <laughs> yeah. Where's Hearn's <laughs> copy of Jelly Boy? Uh, anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. That is, of course, my show, Video Games A Comedy Show. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Patreon. If you are listening to the free version of this show that comes out much, 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 much later in the future after we've waved the rod of ages into the distant, distant, disgusting future, the horrible future, uh, you can always check out patreon.com slash radio to see what we're doing now. I pr- It's probably an entire series on Metal Gear Solid, but uh, that is yet to be completely Ooh, exciting. completely nailed down. It Are could you be drop, anything. dropping the exclusive right here yeah. on this episode? We're dropp- that, I'm, dropping a little, I'm dropping a little hint. It mm. might be the, mm-hmm. the games of the Metal Gear Solid franchise i got um, that hd collection for free city race oh did you really oh buster yeah. i got the hd one for uh ps3 i got i got that mm-hmm. one the metal gear salt collection yeah um, blue point blue yeah actually yes anyways thank you so much for listening <laughs> to the legend of zelda games club and we'll see you on the um in another season